This is the Scum and Shanique fantasy football show about the LV Dynasty Fantasy Football League that we are all in in Shanique. It's Tuesday, isn't it? It is Tuesday, my friend. What a week we just had uh, for everyone out there, all of our loyal listeners, fans, followers, uh, lovers, haters alike. We are trying something a little bit different here. We are going to see if we can get you guys three episodes a week. Ooh, doggy. Uh, starting today, it is uh, Tuesday, the 27th. Week three has officially wrapped. And uh, yeah, it was a fun one. A lot of close calls, a lot of not close calls. <laughs> uh, what do you got to say about it, Scum? What was your takeaways? Takeaways from week three of the season. What the heck happened to the Chargers? Uh, I think I jinxed them by declaring them the Super Bowl winners. So that was great on my end. Yeah. But I think overall what we're seeing kind of broadly this first three weeks of the NFL season is like uh, nobody knew anything about fantasy really. <laughs> like uh, we were talking about it actually at Jay's son's birthday party. No, No one in the first round – uh, of then of the fantasy drafts has been consistently good except for like Cooper Cup. Like everyone else has had down weeks, slow starts. Mm-hmm. Um, the only like running back that's been consistently pretty good is Nick Chubb. All the others have been just like so so or even duds. You know, like that were early round picks, one, two, maybe even three. But I think I saw in the top like six running backs are guys like Khalil Herbert. And Cordero Patterson, so oh, crazy. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. All the first round running backs have not uh, built to their draft uh, numbers yet. Uh, so I don't know if that means the whole running back relying on that top guy is a thing of the past, or if it's everything will start to come back normally, but it's just. Uh, it has definitely been a weird start to the the year with a lot of the big names not being at the top and a lot of the weird names being there. But that's fantasy football. A lot of people um, will say that they stay away from the big name running backs these days and they get into the receiver sec area and uh, allow those random, like you said, Cordell Herberts, uh, whoever it may be, be the ones to – kind of make up for not having the stud running back but yeah i even i think looking at the receivers though because i think after week one we had said that you know that was kind of looking like the way to go but even that's tailed off a little bit justin jefferson's had two down weeks Devonte adams has had two down weeks mm-hmm. Diggs kind of came down to earth just this past week so I, yeah like that's kind of receivers and players in general right you do have ups and downs but I don't know, it just feels like scoring is down or at least like random players are, are getting a little more involved now. I don't know. It just it doesn't feel like a normal fantasy year so far. Even like when you look at the waiver wires in your redraft league, it's like bare bones still. I don't understand. It is, yeah. You know, a good point. Normally you'll be like, oh, I'm going to pick up this receiver like after a hot start or even like the Khalil Herberts and the – the Jamal Williams is that you would be looking at like right now. Um, those guys have been on rosters since your draft. True. So 
I don't know. It's just maybe the game has changed a little bit. You know, players are players no more. Players, uh, managers that is, know to just hold on to those backup running backs earlier, um, are are picking up those wide receivers throughout the week and and just holding them. So we're left with dredges on the waiver wire. But I don't know. Just just feels weird. Yeah. If you uh, if you spent early round draft or in dynasty leagues where which you've obviously at this point probably held on to the likes of Kelsey and Andrews. Uh, your tight ends are are doing wonderfully. The top two uh, guys have been having great weeks through week three. Pitt started to come on a little bit. Uh, Finally. This, this last week, getting close to 100 yards. Uh, Goddard had a good game. And then you had like some of your other, well, the Scum and Sneak show, we've made it a point in past seasons and episodes to talk about like, don't write off your quarterbacks being difference makers on your team a lot of redrafters will hold and wait on quarterbacks and try to get those quarterbacks in the middle to later rounds uh, because the point differential there isn't so always so big but Lamar Jackson Mahomes uh, Hurts Josh Allen Josh Allen uh, this last week I think Burrow had a good week finally Um, but then your players like Herbert, who's banged up, not that great of a week. <clears throat> Russell Wilson has just been weird. Uh, anyone who drafted Dak or has Dak, you've lost Dak now probably for half the year at least. Uh, but yeah, your quarterbacks uh, have been, you know, it's still, it, it just looks like, I think just the overall landscape of fantasy is, it's obviously still passing. PPR receptions. If you're running back, you know, like you said, you got like the Nick Chubb, who just who seems to be fairly consistent. Uh, Jonathan Taylor had a great week one, not good week two and three. Are you worried? Probably not. Dalvin, uh, Aaron Jones has had one good week out of two. It's like they either extremely boom or extremely bust. There hasn't been the consistency, even like your Derrick Henry who kind of strikes you as just he's always going to score and at least get 80 yards. Now he did that this last week, but the first two weeks, not so much. So I think just overall where we at leaving week three, it's just kind of, kind of weird and wild right now. Yeah, (laughs) There's not really anything we can hang our hat on except maybe your, your quarterback play, your Cooper cup and Andrews and Kelsey. (laughs) Yeah. We're, we're, we'd be remiss to not include Saquon Barkley, who just mm-hmm. played last night, who was really good. I think he's sitting at the RB1 right now. So he's he's good. It's just hard to like think of him because you're like, ew, the Giants. Right. Even though they you know put up some points last night, them and the Cowboys. Um, the other thing I did, I had in my notes to point out, how about James Robinson recovering from that injury looking good? and I mean, really good. what's what's the deal with Acres? Not you know he scored a touchdown this past week, so maybe he's coming back. Whistle hasn't been right. Um, Dobbins, whose injuries were different, but they eased him back in. Like is James Robinson just Superman? Like what the heck? Yeah, the greatest undrafted running back. I don't. I mean, since Aaron Foster, and- for sure. It- for for sure, for sure. But yeah, you got Etienne who's still getting plenty of work, but Robinson is 
proving everybody once again that he's do not forget about him. Uh, we can so far he's been he's been he's been great. Um, yeah, like you said, I like the I like the call that you made with Saquon. Don't forget about him. I mean, Elliott had a decent game last night, fifteen for seventy and a touchdown. Uh, that's see if they can. That is, I think Elliott's ceiling for the rest of his career. Sure, which isn't the worst. I don't think you want it as a as a as a one like, for sure. Number yeah. one, the yeah. guy that you like, you got to. You know, I think I saw something. Clyde is like number three running back right now. Ew. <laughs> uh, yeah. So again, uh, again, that's I guess it's just kind of I I don't necessarily know uh, what really else to. There's nothing like I said. Like there's nothing you can really necessarily hang your hat on and be confident in, except a couple of these quarterbacks and the tight ends. Really. Yeah. It's still it's still technically early. I mean, we've got more sample size for sure now, but we've seen stretches like this, like your slow starts, like you mentioned Jonathan Taylor, who I think historically just kind of has these stretches where he gets game planned out or he's not effective, but then the huge booms are going to come and probably in a flurry. So mm-hmm. we'll see how things shake out the rest of the way. But yeah, I think overall our sense, and we've said it is like, weird start so far hard to pin down and not a lot that most people feel good about except to your point quarterbacks if you got that top like four or five group and the top two tight ends who are who have been the top two tight ends for what three years now so well let's move on to a little bit of our league specific news our lv dynasty league but first we got to do a quick nonsense minute and in honor of the new Short episode format of this coming Sneak show. Sneak, what's your favorite short thing in like pop culture, or it could be in real life? But we're looking at Keebler elves. We're looking at sitcoms. We're looking at you know anything deemed I short. During, I remember during the writers' strike, Doctor Horrible come out, and that was like one of the first times in the internet where there was like short yeah internet youtube movies coming out with decently well known if not kind of like niche actors so mm-hmm. i just remember when that when that come out it was like interesting to see neil patrick harris and nathan fillion uh being in something that just looked like was made you know with a bunch of friends and yeah like in your garage so and i think that might have spawned the whole like short story slash movie slash online entertainment uh thing that now is just runs the world almost (laughs) i like that my answer would be uh hobbitses one for sure (laughs) yes of course gotta get hobbitses in there and then also another favorite thing that i like that is short is your uh montana mortgage loans tiktoks reels that are blowing up just just becoming a real guy over here. Reels every day. Crazy. Well, let's let's hear a quick word from an old sponsor and we'll get back into a review of the league this week. Are you a wife or girlfriend that's tired of watching him spend all his free time looking at fantasy football? Waiver wire? Sounds fake. Tight end? Gay. Starting a podcast. Mm-hmm. 
Well, ladies, we need to stick together. If you need a safe group to vent your frustrations, we at Annoyed Anonymous are here to help. We meet every Thursday in the multi-purpose room of your local community center. Annoyed Anonymous for when their fantasies don't benefit you. Make sure to bring your bottle of wine. Now back to the show. And we're back, Sneak. So let's let's do a quick rundown of the matchups. We'll, we're going to do the full power ranks and kind of overview tomorrow, if you can believe that, guys. Believe well, let's just talk about what happened in week three really quick. Um, Brandon beat me, no surprise, but he's a little fortunate that he played me because he didn't score that much compared to what he usually does. Yep. Hesse blew the doors off Chase, proved Yikes. us wrong about the upset of the week, and yeah. scored the most points. But, I mean, he's got the Lamar-Andrew stack that is uh, just, we talked about it already, super-powered right now. Super-powered. I am done uh, with the naysaying on that for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Eric ekes out and i mean ekes out a win over doug dare say he earned out a win on that earned it out there's like a one catch one long carry for any of doug's players really switches that matchup so yeah eric stays undefeated which is what he needs to do yeah uh gave you a little bit of business but i mean that's okay we're not really expecting we didn't want you to win anyway Correct. He did play Gaskin for some reason. <laughs> Flex. I just uh, just mind know. games, maybe. I don't know. I thought for a second I might have been able. I might have been getting me a second win of the year, but uh, as what was needed, he wins. Jim pulls out a close win over Tyler, which I think he likes because he's he's in the playoff mix record wise, sitting at two and one, and then helps Tyler still uh, keep his keep his odds low where he wants them to be so no surprise there yep and then really the maybe the biggest shock of the season smith benoit blown out by wade and maybe that's not a surprise but just the surprise of ben being zero and three it is lots to do with questionable lineup decisions also his team is underperforming jonathan taylor who we talked about tom brady's having it down here so big fall from grace for ben Big fall from Grace for Ben. I don't know what's happening there. He's got to make uh, some major changes, play Lawrence, uh, figure out what to do with that tight end spot. DJ Moore is just in Ugh, man. He's lost. I hate Baker, let me tell you. And we already, we already talked Taylor underperforming Kamara, I guess underperforming weirdly. Uh, you know, he's got the names, but the names aren't producing. So, Ben – don't know why you're just getting destroyed every week and you haven't won yet after last week or after last year, but uh, figure figure it out, my friend. So that's that's how the week went down. Let's talk about our calls from last week, Shink. Let's review those. Yes. My hope was Corey Davis. Uh, just kind of a fun call, but yeek, that was bad. Even even when in a game where they where they were trying to pass a lot, Garrett Wilson I think left for a little bit. And Corey Davis still couldn't capitalize. He had like a 22-yard reception. That was about it. That was, that was all like, he did. Basically, yeah. But you were trying to – he was on the upswing 12 week yeah. one, 15 week two. You thought maybe he's going to break 20. It was a good, fun call, but did not pan out. And then my dope call was Christian Kirk. And I was looking okay for a little bit. And then Jags kind of busted that game open. He caught a touchdown. And I'm just like, blah. Double yeah. double pain being wrong well, and really consistent. Kirk seems to be at least matching that contract to some extent. Yeah, the sure. Jaguars have been winning 
and uh, Lawrence looks like a new man. So, yeah, unfortunately, your hopes and doors calls were not on point. What were mine this week, Scum? Your hope was Terry McLaurin, so it hit there. It hit uh, there, surprisingly. Like eight minutes of the game. Right. <laughs> and then your dope, not so much of a hit, was Mark Andrews. Yeah, that's uh, like I said, I am going to be off of the uh, Mark Andrews, Lamar Jackson uh, thing for a while there. So uh, I go, I go 50-50, you go over and two on that one. But uh, that's why we make these hopes and dopes calls. We try to catch lightning in a bottle. We try to show our knowledge and prowess uh, that uh, happened here. Any other hopes and dopes that were maybe a little surprising this week that we can think of at the top of our hat? Yeah, before we do that, I'll just mention that. I will. I don't have it in front of me, but I'll start compiling our record on the season because I think people will be interested in that. I went on two this week, but I got at least one right in week two that I remember. So, pff. Come on. Yep. Anyway, Come on. Um, from the past week, I guess. I think a big hope would have been the 14 catches from Hollywood Brown on your team, getting five points, 140 yards. Like, I don't think anyone, I didn't see that coming. And really his progression has been me- extremely mediocre. So bust out for 25. That's a huge hope uh, for your team and for the Cardinals and anyone that might be relying on him in redrafts. Maybe not a surprise dope, but uh, Javante Williams has, since that first game where he caught like nine passes or something, he's been kind of down. And, you know, watching that primetime game, one, the, the Broncos offense is just a mess. And the the workload is just not, getting shifted towards Javante. Melvin Gordon got the late touchdown. Um, he's still very involved, even after like two fumbles, you know, one that they lost and one they didn't. And then Mike Boone, even in like crunch time, got that target that he dropped. So maybe those mistakes will lead to more Javante in the future. But I'd say he's kind of a dope so far just because, you know, Okay. I most people had big hopes for him this year, especially with that offense. But yeah, that's been uh, not what we expected. No, he's losing too much work to Melvin Gordon, and then and then with Aaron Boone for some re- or Mike Boone, <laughs> Aaron Boone, Aaron Boone. the Yankees called? guy. Gosh, yeah. Dang it. Um, yeah, agreed on that, Javante. You know, you could make a Cup without that rushing touchdown would have been dope this week. He's, yeah, his production really. From twenty nine to thirty down to fifteen, that's a that could, that would have been a dope call in my mind. Sure. And I'm just going to stay on Ben Taylor sixteen, Kamara ten. Uh, I mean, his best player this week was Devin Singletary. Who would have saw that coming? So, and then uh, then we could stay in this matchup. Tyreek Hill four points. That's a dope. Mike that's Williams, a huge dope. Points, that's a dope. CD twenty. All right, we'll get him like in the in the room of hopes he's like <laughs> in the doorway looking in uh yeah let me uh yeah i mean so we we there was other bigger options out there for us and uh this week maybe we'll uh be a little bit more on the the correct side of our calls oh we will for sure for sure it'll even out i gotta start i gotta stop getting cutesy Sometimes we get a little cutesy, a little too uh, fun and fancy free. 
and it just it does not work out for us. Now, what were our what was the blowout of the week call? Yeah, we we I mentioned it when we were talking about the matchups, but our our upset I'll do that first was Chase over Jesse, and we talked about how that did not that and, did not come to fruition. And Hesse is making it known with the name change two and zero upset of the week. He uh, is letting us know we were wrong, and yes, we recognize that uh, there is some there is something horribly wrong with the high speed chase team, and it's time to just accept it. Oh, we'll get into that tomorrow on the ranking show. But also, quick look ahead: Duh, or Jesse plays Doug in Week Four, then that might we might call an upset there too. We'll see. <laughs> uh, the blowout of the week was supposed to be Brandon over me. He beat me by almost 40, but that was not the blowout because Jesse beat Chase again by like 70. So it wasn't the blowout, but it was still a blowout. I mean, it was still a blowout, yes. And it's still a blowout. So we're going to call it that we were correct on that one. And so that is the Tuesday review. Fun one, a little brisk. Hopefully you guys liked it. Again, be on the lookout for two more episodes this week with all your favorite content and skullduggery from the scum and sneak show is that the is skullduggery is that is that, that word? Is perfect word perfect placement uh yeah tuesday review in the books on here the 27th keep your uh eyes and ears to the grindstone and listen up scum and sneak show three episodes a week we're going to do our best to uh keep them short and sweet but keep them fun keep them keep our us in the forefronts and in your brains uh, for more than just one day a week going uh, going forward. And as Scum mentioned, all of your favorite content uh, will remain, but we're just doing a little switch them up to see if that is good or not. But uh, once again, love you guys. Tuesday review uh, in the books, fantasy football, week three, down the hatch, and looking forward to tomorrow's show. Bye.